Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. Sadly, for numerous reasons, when someone passes away, there may be inadequate provision for a family member. In these types of circumstances, the aggrieved person can bring what's called a claim of the deceased person's estate. But how do you do it? Well, to find out more, I'm with estate litigation lawyer, Christy Schaefer from Delaney & Delaney. Christy, at the outset, who can actually make a claim on a deceased person's estate? Um, right, Dan. So we're often approached by clients to give advice on this very question. Uh, people want to know who can make a claim on a deceased person's estate. Um, this often comes about where a client has discovered they've either been left out of a will entirely or that they're going to receive far less than they were expecting. And it's often under a will of either a parent or a spouse that this might occur. Uh, the legal action um, for this type of situation is an application under Part 4 of the Succession Act here in Queensland. And it's commonly known as a family provision application. Um, when it comes to family provision applications, the first thing to consider is really whether the person falls within one of the categories of people who are eligible to make a family provision application. Um, this is really the question about standing. It's whether the person can bring a claim. Um, we always tell our clients that um, this is really just the first step. So if the answer to yes, um, if the answer to the first question of whether they can make a claim is yes, then they'll next have to consider the second question about whether they should make the claim. Um, there's lots of other considerations to take into account when the client's um, making the decision about whether they should make the claim, and we might leave that for a podcast on another day. Great. So who is actually eligible to make a family provision application? The law here in Queensland um, uh, defines quite specifically who is eligible. Uh, it states that only a spouse, a child or a dependent of the deceased can make a claim. Um, so it's not wide open, not anyone in the world can have a go at the estate. It really is limited to those categories. Uh, but it is important to know that the terms spouse and child and dependent um, can have very different and specific meanings when it comes to different areas of the law. And so these terms are specifically defined in the Succession Act in Queensland when it comes to who's eligible to make a claim. Now, that term spouse, uh, how is it actually defined uh, you know, for the purposes of the family provision application? So the term spouse is defined in Section 5AA of the legislation uh, for those who want to look up the law. Um, but generally it includes married spouses, so that's a husband or wife um, that you're married to at your date of death. Uh, it also includes de facto partners. Um, now, we've got some legal provisions that um, go into a bit more detail about what that includes, and it means someone with whom you're living um, as a couple on a genuine domestic basis, including same-sex couples, um, and it has to have been a continuous relationship for at least two years, which is still continuing at the date of the death. Um, a spouse for these purposes also includes a civil partner. Under Queensland, we have the Civil Partnerships Act, so that's a legally recognised way for same-sex couples um, to have their partnership recognised. And um, 
a civil partner under that law can also apply, make a claim on the estate. Right. Now, how is the term child defined for the purposes of the family provision application? So, um, a term child means um, any biological child of the deceased. It also does include any adopted child of the deceased, and it includes any stepchild of the deceased. Now, the term stepchild... Um, you know, bears a little bit more consideration um, and it's interesting to note that um, a stepchild will be um, any child of a spouse of the deceased person, so that will include children of your married spouse and children of a de facto spouse who are not your biological children. Um, and it's also important to know that the relationship of stepchild and stepparent doesn't come to an end just because of the death of the stepchild's biological parent. Um, it's really important for clients to know that just because their spouse has passed away, it does not mean that their spouse's children from the early relationship are no longer able to claim on their estate. And it's also, conversely, the children in that circumstance. Um, and it's important to know that if their parent passed away and left everything to their new spouse or partner, they might have a right to make a claim on that step-parent's estate down the track. Now, what about the final category, uh, dependents? Who comes within that category? Yes, so the term dependent is defined in Section 40. It means any person who is being wholly or substantially maintained or supported by the deceased at the date of death. But importantly, it's limited to only people who were a parent of the deceased or... Um, a parent of a surviving child who's under 18 of the deceased or a person who's under the age of 18 years. So commonly it might include elderly parents who were living and being financially supported by the deceased. It might include a child who's in the household, not a biological child and not a stepchild, but another person under 18 who's living in the house with the deceased. So Christy, is it worth obtaining legal advice about whether you can make a family provision application? Uh, we would always say yes to that, Dan. Um, the reason we would say so is because there's just no limit to how rich and complex and different families and all the forms of relationships that might exist be between people can be. Um, and so it it may be that, you know, what um, doesn't naturally fit within one of these um, uh, precise definitions in the legislation doesn't necessarily mean you're disentitled altogether. It, um, it's quite common that your circumstances may mean you fit within one of the other categories that you didn't realise. Um, so if a person does feel upset about being left out of a will, it generally means they had some expectations that they would have been provided for in the will. And if that's the case, you should probably yeah, seek some legal advice to check whether you, do, whether you are eligible to make a claim. Um, and it may be that even if you're not eligible to make this type of a family provision application against the estate, there might be some other legal rights and remedies that you um, could consider in any event. Christy, what about time limitations? Do they apply to these types of matters? Oh, yes, that's an important question, of course. So, yes, in um, any family provision application, it's important for a claimant to know that they do need to give notice of their intention to make a claim to the executor of the estate within six months of the date that the person passed away. They then have um, a further three months, so it's nine months from the date of death, to commence their court proceedings uh, to protect their interest to make a claim against the estate. Christy, thanks for joining me.
No worries. Thanks very much, Dan. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me on all social channels, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube with the handle Law by Dan, or simply drop by lawbydan.com. Thanks.